Welcome to One Topic, a discussion with a college business faculty instructor, staff member, or student about what's on their mind at the moment. We pick one topic and have a great conversation. Today, we chat with a returning guest, Terry Brown, about what does free mean? Welcome back to the podcast, Terry. Thank you for having me. Now, before we get into the topic, can you remind listeners what it is you do here at the College of Business at NWTC? Sure. I teach in the business management program, so I teach some of our classes like business principles and global business and business law. Uh, I also teach our career experience and some of our study abroad trips to China. Okay. So our topic is, what does free mean? How do we start this conversation? So I'm not really sure how to start the conversation, but I think one thing that I, one thing that I've been noticing lately uh, is, and it's been going on probably for quite a while. But as consumers, we have this, um, I think, mentality of looking for either the cheapest or something free, or being able to do and experience things for not having to pay a lot of money for it. So uh, during the summer, a, a big thing in Green Bay is yoga in the park, as an example, sure. and you can go for free and participate in yoga in the park. Um, and so that's something that we're always looking for. We're always looking for that maybe discounted um, experience that we can have because we're- Make our money go further, right? Right, we're penny pinchers, mm-hmm. right? But it has an impact on the business owner. And that's the thing that I've been focusing on a lot lately is what does that impact really look like for business owners? Okay. So, and I know you were talking about the yoga in the park and we, before the podcast, had even talked a little bit about restaurant week. So kind of step us through, what does this mean for a business? I mean, we would think, oh, the business is getting more people in. This is great. Right. And um, Restaurant Week, Groupons, um, apps that you can you know, download and get discounts, Rakuten. You know, there's so many different ways that we're putting extra money in our pocket by spending money, right? Mm-hmm. Or not spending as much money. And um, every time we do that, it's costing a business. Even when you look at like a, you do a Google search and the ad comes up for a business and it says Google ad. Well, every time you click on that, Google's getting paid for that. So um, businesses are kind of constantly getting inundated and hit by different fees and costs to advertise and market to their um, consumers. So things like Restaurant Week, as an example, um, I was talking to a chef in the area and asked him about Restaurant Week this summer and how it went. And he said, we don't participate. And I was curious as to why they didn't participate. And he said, the cost for us to do that is so great. Um, One, on the reputation of the business, because if you're putting out more food for less money, um, something's got to give. And it tends to be quality service, you know, one of those two things. And then people don't leave as satisfied and you might lose your existing customers if they have a bad experience that day. Uh, So he always tells people during restaurant, we come by because you don't have a wait. Um, You can come in, sit down, get really great food and really great service. Um, The other thing he talked about is like wait staff do not get tipped as much uh, during restaurant week. And so they make a ton less money. They can't ask off that week for anything that might, you know, have a family emergency or or a vacation that they have planned. They can't take off. It's a a lot of stress on the business to do that. And our hospitality industry has the lowest margin. Um, So when they're reducing their prices, their margins are even less. So I would venture to guess that even though they have a high volume during that week, most businesses don't make a whole lot of money during restaurant week. And I would assume that this is a great marketing play to try to get it out there, try to promote the business. But whenever we do that and try to get exposure, 
are we measuring our return on investment on that? Are, are those customers coming back? Do we know if those customers are typically coming back or are they just taking advantage of that deal? Well, and I, I, th- I don't know what the statistics are on that. And that's something that I'm, I'm really curious to look into a little bit further because um, I think a lot of people will just shop around and they're, they're not as loyal to businesses. So for a brand new restaurant, coming out into the community restaurant week is probably a really great exposure getting people in i haven't heard of them i want to try it but for a restaurant that has a really strong client base it's probably not going to have the same amount of return that you would get from a brand new business doing it so like this person said they did it for the first two years and then they didn't need to do it anymore um so i think that's something to look at too is how new you are um but yeah if you look at the amount of yoga studios that have closed, um, it's because one, there's too many in the area, right? Like, so you have a lot of people that do that, but then also yoga instructors are passionate about what they do, right? And they really love it and they wanna give to their clients and they tend to give a little bit more than watching what that really bottom line does to their business. And that can have a significant impact on on their business. So you see a lot of studios trying to figure out how do they get creative? How do they get people in? And then you've got the apps that they're competing with where they can do yoga online and, you know, different things like that for a really low fee, $10 a month. And, you know, you can get yoga $15 a month and you don't have to pay that $10 each time you come in. So um, that starts to really erode on um, this the entrepreneur that's trying to have their business and I think that's and that kind of leads to my next question is what is happening to businesses because everybody you know entrepreneurship they this hustle revolution that we're in everybody's like I want to give 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 so that hopefully I get 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 from it so what are the trends that you're seeing is this going to continue or are we going to start shifting to where we can't give so much free stuff anymore because we need to be able to survive as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Yeah, and I think ultimately, people think that we can we can be able to give and we'll we'll automatically get something back. And in some cases, you do. Um, and I've had some experiences. I do photography on the side, so I've had some experiences where I've given um, and seen a return on that. Right, and and you can do that in such a way that you're also marketing yourself in that process, and and that's a good thing. Um, but when people think that you can just step by and snap a few pictures and not get paid for it, then you start kind of losing what your sense of value is. And I think as entrepreneurs, they just need to really focus on like, what is my value? What am I providing to my customers? And what is that worth? And you don't want to sacrifice your worth. If you're really good, they're going to come to you. And I think that's, we're really quick to mark something down or give something for free. Um, It's actually better, I think, to package things together than to mark things off as a discount. Um, because if they see you as a discount provider, that reduces your value to them in your consumers in, in your mind too. So, you know, I know there's a lot of young entrepreneurs in our program that want to start businesses and are hungry to do that. And I think there's, there just tends to be, at least in the beginning, this um, sacrificing of what their value and their worth is when they start out. So thinking about the students, what is it that you're telling them? What, how do you want to get them started off on the right foot? I think uh, as a student thinking about their business and creating their business plan uh, and really looking at how much money do I need to make to be successful. Uh, And I think that was one of the things that I learned most from Jessica Norwood's class in photography um, in my last semester was really how do you start planning on what are you worth, um, how much 
should people pay for your services and what are you going to take home in the end every time you drive someplace you're spending money you know every time you print something you're spending money and we don't always think about all of those hidden costs and really being able to not be afraid to say this is how much I'm going to charge um, and this is where I want to be in that price market and certainly you can't price yourself over your competition because that's really hard to do you need to build that up um, but I think you need to be really realistic of like what is it going to take for me to get my foot in the door and get started and you know most businesses do take a loss the first couple years I mean that's true um, and you need to be able to willing to do that and you know what do you do on the side what's your side hustle to you know put food <laughs> on the table um, but I, I do think that um, sacrificing your quality and your value is not going to be the ticket to building your business how do we end this how do we end this conversation because I know that we could continue to talk about what this free what free means um, for both a customer and as a business. And maybe that's even the way that we finish up here because we talked about from a business standpoint, entrepreneur's uh, standpoint, um, maybe how should we look at this from a consumer uh, point of view? I think, you know, from a consumer perspective and how I've been, you know, I'm clearly blessed, right? So I have a full-time job and I'm making money and a lot of our students don't have that. So um, looking for ways to cut corners and save money is, is really important. But I think um, we always, we're, we're very focused on what's the minimum wage and making um, a solid living. And as consumers, when we're getting something for free, we I think we need to just consider who's paying the price for that because there is a cost to free all the time. And we might not be the big box store that's not paying a living wage or something like that, which we're really easy to shun upon. Um, but if we're getting something free from a local business, um, we're also not paying them a living wage for that either. So how do we balance that in our head um, and think about what is the value I'm getting and am I paying for that value? I think that's, that's going to have to be a cultural shift. And I think that's going to take just a really long time to do. Yeah. And you mentioned loyalty at the beginning. Maybe it's giving a little bit of loyalty to that business, mm -hmm. right? And providing more than just purchasing something that was on the discount or for free, right? Right. Absolutely. Like coming in um, on, a, on another day or bringing a friend along with you or whatever it might be, um, even sharing the love on social media and things like that. You know, we can advertise all we want, but really word of mouth, I think, is really what sells businesses and consumers. If you really like the business that you're frequenting, um, being able to help support them in other ways um, will be helpful too. I love that thought. I think we'll end right there. Terry, thank you so much again for stopping by. Thank you for having me. To our listeners, we appreciate your time as well. If you have any questions, please consider reaching us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn using at NWTC Business or searching College of Business at NWTC.